Welcome to Executives at the Edge, a podcast brought to you by MEF. I'm your host, Pascal Venezes. Join me as we explore thought-provoking perspectives from the leaders and changemakers who are propelling enterprise digital transformation forward. Well, I'm so excited to have Steve Thomas, Senior Industry Director, Network Services from Frost and Sullivan. Steve, welcome to Executives at the Edge. And I'm really excited about what we're going to cover, and that is network as a service. I think it's such a really important topic, and I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about that and the adoption towards NAS. Okay, very good. Thanks, Pascal, for having me. Yes, um, as mentioned, Steve Thomas with Frost and Sullivan. Uh, As an industry director there, um, I'm overseeing the service provider network services space. The the network service providers are usually our um, most of what uh, we have as subscribers. So we conduct research and then um, with the help of the service provider community. And there's another division of Frost that uh, does uh, consulting and uh, some brand and demand work, which is uh, basically helping uh, service providers or other uh, entities go to market. But Frost, that's that's just within the ICT practice. Um, we also have other practice areas, healthcare, manufacturing, um, cybersecurity, et cetera. But today, you know, obviously where I'm working is the network services within the uh, ICT practice. And I came here about a year ago. I was uh, spent about 20 years in the network service provider space, worked for Orange Business Services for many years, um, and then went over uh, the last eight years prior to coming to, to Frost & Sullivan, uh, was with um, General Motors and their global telecom group with NIT and oversaw, um, kind of sat between engineering and um, procurement uh, helping to evaluate and select vendors as we went to uh, insource um, their IT and and global telecom uh, services. And I was in kind of the data center um, and security space. So I covered data center security and and actually there was a little bit of immersive technologies there. Um, So not everything in in global telecom, but I had a pretty good uh, broad view of the various providers. So that's what obviously makes me a, a great analyst. They had some background in, in service providers and in the enterprise telecom space uh, for, for um, you know, a, a big Fortune 500 company. Well, Steve, um, very impressive background. Thank you. And I'm sure our audience appreciates your experience and what you bring to the table here. So let's get right to the heart of our discussion. So we're talking about network as a service, uh, NAS. One, what is NAS in your opinion and what's driving the adoption of NAS? I think, you know, maybe for our listeners, just an overview of what you think NAS is or Frost and Sullivan, I believe NAS is, and uh, basically what's driving that adoption. Um, sure. You know, the network as a service, NAS, right, is is we see it as a as a way the providers are going to market with services similar to the cloud in in as a service model it's opex oriented um there's a a dynamic component to it in that um 
it can be easily scaled up or down, you know, the consumerization of IT services falls in that category. So I don't have a precise definition, but if when when I look at the service provider community and the equipment provider community and the OSS BSS stack that helps supply services to these these providers, um, that's generally what I'm seeing. It's it's some sort of dynamic go-to-market, OPEX-oriented, um, flexible way of buying uh, buying network services. Got it. So and, and, in, in a nutshell, it's basically a fully automated cloud-like experience service um, that has a cloud-like business model to it, which is uh, an OPEX versus a CAPEX experience right. commercial yeah. model. So, so what's driving this adoption of NAS? Um, I think the the main thing is the uh, OPEX versus CAPEX. I, I think uh, if you coming from the enterprise telecom space into this role, um, you know, budgets are year over year. And a, a lot of times, depending on the organization, their IT budgets, you, you know, that you may have years where CAPEX is a little bit harder to come by. And so <laughs> obviously, uh, and, and more predictable um budgets are are important so i think network as a service and being that month you know monthly recurring can scale it up or scale it down um without having those huge huge one one time costs uh, is important and, and i think that's that's driving the adoption i think also um much much like uh the service providers themselves even the network equipment providers like and as a service model, um, because they're, you know, the 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 cash flow is is more um, steady. You know, it turns everything into a monthly recurring charge um, versus the one time. Got it. Now, when we think about NAS, it's been around for a decade. You know, why NAS now? I think it's also the, uh, I mean, you guys at MEF, you're very involved with it, the, the SD-WAN and SASE um, being where, where the, the control plane is now being moved over, over to um, a very cloud-enabled uh, environment. And so that separation and, software and, and, and being more software-defined and controlled, I think, is forcing the the telecom operators and the network equipment operators to to interconnect at at a at a higher level, and that level of automation, um, that's that's happening with those efforts, um, is really what's making NAS more um, more popular these days. It's the the proliferation of all the APIs that interconnect. It's the automation, um, and then the overall softwareization, um, if that's even a word, <laughs> um, of of the industry. And obviously, you know, Mef and uh, you guys are right in the middle of that with all the uh, interoperability uh, and and inter um, service provider connectivity. And I think the market as a self is very mature in that these they don't see themselves as so much competitors anymore as really partners and they they realize that you know they have to go to serve go to market together and i think all of that is just driving you know the network as a service it's a combination of all of those things that we hadn't 
seen in the past. I think it's it's one of those things that it, yes, it's been out on the market for ten years, but um, all of the API integrations and you know the SD WAN and and SASE, um aspects of things and and more and more uh, cloud um, cloud being more uh, popular and deployments in the cloud being more popular. You can buy your internet and then pick up all your virtual services in the cloud, uh, and I think that's that's really what's driving the the uh, the adoption there and and driving uh, the why it's it's more important now than it has been in the past. I don't think all those capabilities were there. Yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense that the world is the paradigm shift has changed to clouds, which ten years ago that was not true. It was all to data centers and site to site to data centers. And I think what you're saying is it's the, it's the ability for an enterprise to buy from the NAS provider, a connect anywhere underlay, don't care, the NAS provider takes care of it. Through automation, they work with all their ecosystem partners to enable it, have an overlay model coming from the edge with SD-WAN and then in the including cybersecurity in the overlay, and then finally connect to all kinds of clouds, right? Multi-cloud. That's kind mm-hmm. of what we say in MEF. And all of that's automated driven. And now we're also adding certification. So... When you know, when I think about what well, we're defining, what you just described as NAS, what is the go-to-market strategy, and how will that success success be measured? Is it is it more tailored to the SMEs? Will the multinationals want to buy this kind of because they're very used to buying very specialized, you know, best of breeds that they can integrate on their own? But NAS is truly like a utility model where in the the utility keeps up to date with the most up to date technology. They operate it for you. They do all the work, and they just you just pay that monthly bill or the usage on top of it, or both. Right. Yeah. So here, what I see is as uh, I look at the the community and how how they're going to market. Um, some of the folks are just now coming out with products in the market, and they're saying, you know, it's they're starting off with just you know, let's buy internet through this marketplace through through our NAS offering. Others are, are doing that plus SD-WAN plus SASE. And so what I see here is um, the opportunity, the success criteria will be that, you know, the more and more po- of the, the network service provider's portfolio that gets added to a, a NAS-like bundling package, the, that's, that's what they're going to see as successful, the attachment rates to other services. They're to layer on the more security to, to layer in, you know, DDoS protection uh, in the internet service itself through through this NAS offering, but also the attachment rates of, um, you know, you can't talk to NAS without h- highlighting that, you know, they're very API custom portal driven and the service providers are able to tack on their unified communications, the, the, the cloud on-ramp capabilities. Um, so when the when the, the providers go to the market, they don't they don't go to market with every one of those things within their NAS portfolio, um, but they will over time. So, um, and then also I think, you know, it's the whole uh, more people people are more geared to doing self self service things. I mean, you you go to the ATMs, you know, fast food, everything like that. You know, I, I think although networks are quite complex, you know, people are used to consuming things by a menu driven, easy to use 
um, portal API integration, something of, of that nature. You know, this kind of, I think, so I think also the f kind of frictionless sales cycle is also um, quite uh, quite appealing to it. Yeah, so, so very interesting. I mean, I like that analogy of fast food. <laughs> um, so you go in for, for a hamburger, but then you had the French fries and you had the Cokes and whatever. Um, so basically you're saying, you know, you think of NAS, and I've never thought about it, NAS could be a very pointed product like internet, but when they buy that subscribe to that, then they realize they can a la carte put in more stuff. And oh, all yeah. part of that utility, the utility just says, oh, you want, you know, cybersecurity? Let me add that in for you. You want multi-cloud? Let me add that in for you. And it's just basically added in as part of their bundles. And it all just shows up in a frictionless, on-demand, scale-up, scale-down model, all through automation, no people involved. Uh, much like what you, we expect when we go to anything. Uh, you know, in restaurants, you described very well. If yeah. I go to fast food, it's all menu-driven. Go to that, that, that monitor that and I just punch Part it of that consumerization of IT, yeah. right? That's, that's definitely happening. And so... Uh, and it's, you know, you ha we have brilliant people working in the backgrounds to make it happen. So it is happening. I, and I think people will utilize it. But also, uh, you know, as you put more of the service catalog out into this consumable, you know, one of the things that's really neat about this, when they say scale up or scale down, you know, the 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 systems behind it, you know, they're, they're able to bill you in hours. You know, you can scale up something for, you know, a known event for two or three hours and then and then ratchet it back down and so that that helps you save money as a whole you're not you're not jumping from one gig to 10 gig and then paying for that for the next year because you have to go from you know to renew to renew in, in that manner and so i think that flexibility will also be appealing to some of those and then you know you have the being able to move fast too, and some of the enterprises love the contracting process. There's a lot of people and processes and attorneys involved with the, you know, the whole procurement cycle in, in some of these large companies. But if if you're putting a, a service out there that can be, um, you know, that's priced well already, and and you know, with the with the uh, SLAs and everything else built in. It, it does ease the buying um, process for, for, for some of those, um, you know, and bypasses some of that procurement process that can happen. Um, so I think there's some benefit there. Now that when you start, you know, messing around with different procurement cycles in different companies, and, and, and of course, there may be some resistance to doing that naturally. But I think overall, it's one of those adoptions that'll happen uh, and it'll it'll be a, a way to to react quicker to uh, this dynamic workplace, digital workplace that we have these days. So, Stephen, you know, I want to thank you for your time. But in leaving, I just want to say, you know, I think of NAS as a utility, just like we buy utilities all over the world for power, water. But really, the utility keeps up to date and modernization. It it gives confidence that my water won't have pathogens in it. You know. Because if it did, it, no one's going to buy that utility. It's going to be so. I think we have to. I think of NAS as a utility model that is up to date, and that you know, if you think about cybersecurity alone, you cannot have you know malware coming through. So the utility, and you buy a NAS cybersecurity, I think will inherently be part of that now. 
And, you know, you might have to pay more for it, but, and, you know, we have met for providing and launching out our beta already on our SASE certification to deliver confidence so the utility can say, hey, there's a third-party stamp that has validated that. So I think, you know, all of this is coming together and I think you've nailed it, that it's really, the timing is just perfect. And, it, you know, 10 years ago, we really weren't solving things because we didn't have the software-defined networks and the virtualization, the automation, and the, the migration clouds, where today we, all of that is the norm. And I think that's exactly true. So any last final thoughts, Stephen, before we uh, close out? Um, no, I'm just, I'm, I'd like to say thanks for, for joining it. I, I think uh, um, the service providers themselves are, are looking forward to NAS. Um, you know, traditionally the, the, the operators work in, in, uh, in an environment where it takes them a, you know, a few months to get things uh, installed and up and up and running, and and one of the things that NAS helps with it is, you know, want to leave with people not understanding that there's a a ton of infrastructure behind that 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 API or NAS that they a portal that they they procured their services from, and and that's the secret sauce of pricing it to where they can keep that infrastructure uh, upgraded behind the scenes because they are doing you know, a lot of good industry things with people like MEF as well, helping to support the, the basically creating a language that they all can use to, to help um, further the industry. So thank you for doing, for the work you're doing at MEF as well. And uh, we certainly uh, appreciate, I certainly appreciate the, uh, being on the call today. Well, thank you, Stephen, for the kind words. And I know all of our members and board would very appreciate your kind words. So thank you again for this episode, Stephen, and um, have a great week. And we'll see you, I hopefully, at the Global NAS event in Dallas in early October. Yep, we'll be there. I'm excited to, to, to go and uh, see you live again.